Welcome to the Stop Faking Fine podcast, a show that will empower you to finally show up for yourself while your circumstances may not be 100% your fault. Your life is 100% your responsibility. It's time to stop faking fine. Welcome back to the Stop Faking Fine podcast. I am your host, Dana Lewis. So what does your big vision have to do with faking fine anyway? If someone asks you what you want for dinner or what movie you want to see, you can probably answer that with certainty with very little thought. But if someone were to ask you what you want your life to look like, what would be your answer? And is that answer something that you're actively pursuing like every day? Meaning, did you just say that you'd like a second home on the beach? But if you keep doing what you're doing today, what change will happen that will impact your ability to have that house on the beach? Have you really given yourself permission to sort out those details? We live in such a rushed world. When we're young, we're in a rush to grow up. We get into college. We go after the job. We have the marriage. And here come the kids. Have you ever paused to think, did it turn out exactly how you had hoped? Did it play out exactly how you thought it would? Or did you give up somewhere along the way and decide wherever you are is fine, good enough, and you've let your big vision fade? The thing about your big vision is that it should expand and grow and mold with you. When you were 20, your big vision was to get that good job after college, or maybe to get married, or maybe to have children. I had attained my version 1.0 of what I wanted for my big vision. I had the corporate job. I married the love of my life. He had a killer career. We lived in a fancy house. And by all the standards, we were living the dream. But if I'm honest with you and really honest with myself, years before my husband died, I started to wonder about this version 1.0 of my vision, but I had no time to actually pay attention to those lingering thoughts. Are you with me here? I mean, after all, we had three young boys. My husband worked all the time, traveling, flying out Sunday evenings or Monday morning, flying home Thursday night or Friday night. There was really only time to survive. (laughs) I mean, the best that I could create the most fun out of the life that we had. And I had always kind of assumed that I'd come back to this deep thinking another time. Have you ever been there? But then the day came at age 40 with three small boys at home and my husband diagnosed with stage four kidney cancer, and he died six short weeks later. Suddenly, my big vision All I wanted for my life was to have this man who was no longer with me. What I wanted for my life became a really hard question. Now, the next version of my big vision simply included a man that no longer existed. Are you with me here? Our big visions are ever evolving. 
Your life's trajectory, our life's trajectories change based on circumstances, sometimes tragedies. But in the midst of all of this, we cannot stop dreaming. We can never stop editing the next version of your big vision. But here's the problem. We're all busy. I mean, can I get an amen from the people in the back? We are really busy. And if you're really busy, you don't have the time to sit still with your thoughts. And you never have the time to really face your goals, let alone think about writing down the vision for your life. The problem is that if you stay busy and you can easily justify the busy, time truly flies by and you run the risk of waking up years later, still dreaming the same dream, but have taken zero action steps toward getting there. In episode six, I share five steps to take you from settling to soaring, which include writing down your big vision. Let's unpack that a little more. There are a lot of reasons life can take a turn and put you on a different trajectory. Suddenly you find yourself navigating unfamiliar territory, and this can be scary. We also have to admit that the big vision that we had for our lives at 20 or 25 or 30 or 35 or whatever age you are changes and evolves and grows with you. What I know now that I didn't know then is that part of the reason that I had a hard time moving forward, part of the reason faking fine crept in was because I didn't know where I wanted to go. I didn't have a true vision because I didn't take the time to really think about it. My mission was to survive. My mission was to continue to live some version of life that we had without financial struggle. My mission was to show my kids that life could be amazing, even though tragedy ripped their father out of their lives in a crazy six-week cycle. But the mission is different than the vision. The mission is what we do to survive. But the vision is the big dream that we have for our lives. Everywhere that I wanted to go included this man, this life that I once knew, this togetherness. It was a dream that could no longer come true, and none of it made sense. You will feel faking fine creep in when you are stuck where you don't want to be but you're not sure of where you're headed. So why is it so important to write down your vision? Because friend, your vision is different than your mission and your vision requires specific tactical steps for you to take to dream it into reality. Here's what I know to be true. We must be able to answer this question for ourselves. What do you want for your life? Not what do your kids need from you? Not what does your husband need? Not what do you need to do in your career? 
but what do you want for your life? Maybe that includes being healthy. So you'll be able to run around with grandkids at age 80. Maybe that includes having genes that fit rather than cutting off your circulation as you sit right now. Maybe that includes writing a book. I don't know. What does that include for you? And what are you doing today to make sure that that dream can be a reality? Because it starts with you. We get busy going through the motions and wandering aimlessly because you don't know where you're going. And this will get you stuck and keep you stuck until you take the time to think about it and write it down. Writing down your big vision gives you the power to make it happen. Keeping your vision tucked neatly in the corner of your brain sets you up for failure. Because if you don't tell anyone and you don't let the pen touch the paper, when that does not happen, when it does not come to fruition, you haven't lost anything, right? But haven't you? Set aside your fears and be honest with what you want and write it down. If you're not sure what your big vision is, and if you're thinking to yourself, oh my gosh, I am just trying to survive. Here's the thing. You're unsettled. And if you're unsettled, it's because you were meant for more and you're fighting it by neglecting to take the time to write it down. So here's what I'd love to empower you to do today. Create your big vision, one small vision at a time. Grab your pen, open up your phone notebook, and let's answer these questions for yourself. Number one, what gifts and talents has God equipped you with? Really think about this one. You are a unique human being. You are not your role in this life. And your vision, your big vision, starts with understanding who God created you to be. One of my God-given talents is to encourage and inspire. I've been teaching fitness classes for over 25 years, mostly because I love to work out first and foremost, but also because my bucket gets so full by encouraging and inspiring you in your fitness journey. I don't think I really understood the latter part of that when I first started teaching classes, but God has opened my eyes to that as the years have passed. What God-given talents do you have that you don't even think about? There are things that you use every day, things that you do every day that bring you the most joy. What are they? Write them down. Your God-given gifts can be your superpower if you lean into them. Really think about this one. Number two, what are your core values? Your core values in the simplest form are whatever personal choices you make daily about what's important to you. What are your non-negotiables? What daily habits do you execute without even thinking about it? These are your core values. Write them down. You might aspire to have different core values, but the habits that you currently have are the values you find of highest 
priority. If there is a discrepancy between what you thought of and what you are actually doing, let's think about that. If your core value is health, but you can't find the time to exercise or move your body, your core value is probably not health. Health is something you aspire to have. I've been a Christian my entire life. For years after my husband died, I would have said that faith was one of my core values, but I never opened my Bible. I never took any time with a devotional and I barely attended church. Why? It wasn't because I didn't have the time. My heart wanted to have this as a core value, but I was angry at God because my husband died and rightfully so. But what I didn't realize is I needed to take the time to work through that. And it wasn't until years later when I actually made that time to work on myself in my relationship with God that it became, or returned to in my case, a core value of who I am today. So what are your core values? The third and final point. What is your ideal environment, your physical environment and your personal environment? Who do you need to surround yourself with to keep growing in your superpowers? And what do you need to surround yourself with for your mind to work at its best? This one is really important because if you surround yourself in an environment of naysayers, you will never or it will be much harder for you to step into your superpowers. I aspired to be surrounded by a circle of friends who had huge visions for what life could be and that wanted to believe in a bigger dream rather than ask, why would you do that? And physically, for me, I love water. So I needed to work on finding times where I could fill my soul by surrounding myself with a lake or an ocean. What are you writing down for yourself right now? What people or kind of people do you need to surround yourself with? What shift do you need to make in this area? And what does your environment need to look like? Here's an unfortunate truth. When we know in our hearts that we want these things, but we don't see a way to get it, We tend to dismiss the feeling. We stuff the feeling like a beach ball under the water and we start faking fine. Let me share with you my big vision, like I just mentioned, would be to live on a body of water, have a boat and entertain. But that is not my reality right now. And honestly, it's not even a desire for my life today. So I intentionally vacation and plan trips around being on or near water. And I'm constantly working on the cadence of how much of this is necessary for my heart to feel all of the feels to keep my brain on task. So let's circle back. What is the environment that you need physically and personally in order for you to set yourself up for success and step in to your big vision. Because if you can, number one, lean into who God created you to be, not who the world is trying to beat down, but who God created you to be. 
Number two, understand yourself enough to understand your core values. And number three, understand what you need from your environment. You can project a next level vision for what your life can be. Because as we talk about seeing our big vision and writing that big vision down, oh yeah, if your big vision is to have a house on the lake because everyone that you know has a house on the lake and that's what you want, but did a house on the lake come up out of the three questions we just explored? The key in these three steps is to take the time to understand you really get to know yourself and then be intentional to live your life on purpose. It starts with acknowledging all of these little visions. All three steps that we just walked through came up with smaller little visions. Write them down and then make little decisions one at a time that will start to shift the way that your life works to attain your big vision. Our big visions are ever-changing, ever-molding, and ever-growing. The key is that we never stop dreaming, that we never stop writing these things down so that we see them, and that we never settle for less than our heart's desire. Promise me this, that you will live life on purpose because it's time to stop faking fun. I hope that you found this episode helpful and I would love for you to share it with a friend. Make it a great day. Remember to show up for yourself unapologetically because while your circumstances may not be 100% your fault, your life is 100% your responsibility. I cannot wait to see you soar.